This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schmidt. I'm Michaela Oakland. Hey. <laughs> We're so happy to have you here in our car with us driving this late night. Um, Downtown, where you want to be. Hi, guys. It's been so long. It's been, it feels like years. Hilariously, it's been one week, but um, mm. it feels really long. And I feel, Michaela, like I don't even know you anymore. I know. I honestly, I was, the other day, I was like, I feel so distant from Ellie. <laughs> so disconnected we're so di- well it's also because we're immediately coming off the back of doing like four episodes in one week yeah yeah and then we had like it's actually None. like two weeks that we did no it's just well, it's just well, one that we that we didn't do uh, but right. it's like two but weeks it's two weeks recording. in between right 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 right, right, right yeah right. So that is a long time that is that's half a month and you know, the truth is we do talk every day. However, mm. that's still, I still feel like. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the nice thing about this podcast, though. Honestly, Ellie and I, we've probably talked like nearly all day, every day for what, like five years now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but the podcast, we don't talk out loud that often. So no. it's nice. It is nice. I feel like it's added a whole new <laughs> layer uh, to the friendship. And it's amazing how we talk all day, every day and have for five years and yet still have so much to say. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're back. We're out here. Um, we've both moved in the meantime. We well, kind of. Yeah, we've mostly moved. I've mostly moved. You've hardly moved, I would I've say. I've hardly moved. I've mostly mm-hmm. packed. Right. And that's a beautiful thing. Your mm. mom came and visited. She helped you. She did, which was good because I was just like unable to do anything. So mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly she packed and I pointed <laughs> at stuff. Moms are the best. They really are, though, aren't they? It was not the best time for her to visit oh given my God. the atrocities in the sky. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, I felt Is so it bad. Up now? Yeah, it's fine now. But mm. yeah, so last week, when we didn't have an episode, uh, mm-hmm. it was like the apocalypse out mm-hmm. here. There was the sky was orange. You couldn't. It smelled like a bonfire. It was crazy. You couldn't mm-hmm. really go outside. I mean, like I certainly couldn't. And my so my mom and I, it honestly ended up being fine, just because like I didn't have a lot of energy anyways to be going out and about. But like it was kind of crazy. Like it was uh, like one o'clock, one thirty, and I looked. I was like just sitting in the living room, and I turned and looked into my bedroom where the windows are, and mm-hmm. it was like Halloween orange. Yeah, and that's crazy. It was crazy, especially because, like, I'm from the Midwest, obviously. So, first of all, <laughs> I've never seen, like, a forest fire. Like, I've never seen, like, any shit like this ever. But also, mm. when the sky is that color, for me, my instinct is, like, oh, that it's a tornado. Like, there's going to be a tornado. <laughs> we need to go to the basement. And it was just, like, a weird, like, it looks yeah. wrong, but that's not what it is. And, like, oof, creepy. 
Yeah, that's scary. I feel like every year these kinds of things kind of um they mm. come in like a bundle like across yeah. the globe like there's different things happening like now you, the UK is having their heat wave and like mm. I feel like last year there were similar things rolling on with each other. Mm. Um but yeah, I I've always had fires cuz Colorado has a lot of fires and mm. California has a lot of fires. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it's normal, but it's not normal. <laughs> and it, you know, and it's not normal. Yeah, and it shouldn't I, be. And let me tell you something: I don't know enough about weather to understand how it's possible that there can be a fire in Canada and I can smell it here. Yeah, yeah, that you know? it, that part's weird. It's I know it's like wind. Totally. <laughs> like I don't care. You know, what I was thinking about there are things that. I've hit a point in my life that I don't understand, but I'm not going to try to. Um, and one of those is bridges. I really oh. gun to my head. Don't understand how a bridge like a suspect, like how a bridge really stays up. Like the really big long ones. Like I don't really oh. get it. Um, Wait. And, I, and I'm not sure that it's my business, you know? Wait, that's a really good point. Wait, because isn't it not it's all of them have of foundations? Not all of them have foundations mm. across the whole thing. That's yeah. what gets me. When they have like pillars, then that makes sense. I'm like, okay, right. You lay stuff on top of, you know, uh-huh. a base and then it works. But suspension bridges, mm. I'm like, how does that even stay up? And then I think about building. How did they do that? How did they build the bridge? Like, and I just, I don't want to know. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's that's a good point. Maybe they just make each side super heavy, like the like um, on each end is like really weighted <laughs> down, and then that way. Mm. Oh, so it's sort of like. Yeah, know. so like the weight on top is mm-hmm. so much less than the weight on the sides. You know what, engineers in the comments, <laughs> we don't want to know that bad. Work. But let us know. <laughs> explain it like we are kindergartners. Like, explain it to us mm. like we are five years old. Because I just, I don't really get it. And airplanes, don't really get how an airplane stays up either. What it really comes no. down to is I very much failed physics. And like, I don't understand Same. gravity sort of as a whole. Because um, mm. you know how sometimes gravity like isn't. Okay, wait, this is going to sound really <laughs> stupid. Sometimes gravity isn't what? No, listen. Okay. So, you know the experiment where you drop like two different things at the same time? Yeah. And they're supposed to land at the same time? Wait, that's a good point because I'm like, that's not true. They don't. No, if you drop a feather and you drop a brick, they're not going to land at the same time. Not even close. Obviously. But I can't remember if that was the point of the experiment that he was proving that gravity existed or not. I think it's one of those things, like here, here for example, if you think about how is high-speed internet doing it within a nanosecond, you can't because it's just so out of your reach. But then if you think like, what if you made really slow internet? That's easier to think about doing. And then once you can do that, then you can make it really fast. Am I making any sense? No. I think what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is we don't have any of the foundations. How internet makes I don't know how that works. No, either. no, no, no. I know mm-hmm. I don't know how that works either. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we don't know any of like the most basic parts of it. So the more complicated right. parts, we just can't we can't even try to touch. So it's like trying to build a house, but the foundation right. is 
doesn't exist. There's no foundation. Yeah. And foundation is important for bridges. Very for bridges in particular is is what I'm gathering, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know how what Bluetooth is. And that feels like not my business. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I was like, is it really true that nowhere in like the millions of years or even like thousands of years of more modern history that no one ever invented internet or electricity on accident? I guess not internet, but like electricity. I I imagine that that has happened, like that had randomly, but not documented or like not you know passed on. Because it was the key and the kite and the lightning. Yeah, like that would happen easily, just if, randomly. Probably if lightning is electricity, theoretically, mm-hmm. lightning has always existed. Exactly. So really, they didn't invent electricity; they just harnessed it. Yeah, they like learned how to understand it, I guess. Right. You know what, if God this sounds so it. stupid to a lot of you, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I hope you guys are like, yep, so true. This is a conundrum. This is really a conundrum. That's what I'm hoping you're all thinking. But some of you I know aren't thinking that. But I, I think that we represent something really important, which is we that you represent can <laughs> the lollipop guild. The yeah. lollipop guild. <laughs> I think we represent... The fact that you can, in fact, be very intelligent, well-spoken, mm. and well-read, and know a lot of stuff, and be smart. Also, be very stupid, and just yeah. dumb, and like a, be a dummy. And that's valid, and it's okay. You don't have to be Great all everything. Was smart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and open your arms to not knowing, and say, hey, mm. I'm, I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. <laughs> I'm just a girl. Why do and I got to know all about all that? There. Can I tell you a conspiracy theory that I heard that I... Yeah, you wrote this on the sheet and I'm, I cannot wait to hear about it. Okay, because it's, it's, it's easily explained, but it's also easy to believe as a conspiracy. Okay, like easy to believe, like easy to believe it's true or easy to believe that it's like tinfoil hat, like crazy. Both, I would say. Both, I would say. So okay. I, I maybe actually have already told you about this, but may, or you maybe have seen it on your own. But basically, all 42 presidents of the United States, when there were 42, this was like before Trump, I think, um, okay. that they did this. They found this out. All of them shared an ancestor, which was King John of England, from the 12th what? century, he pl- he's like the villain character in the Robin Hood franchise. He is an, a great ancestor of all 42 presidents. So people have a theory that like the royal bloodline is kind of still controlling like behind the scenes because I know. And, like, and Barack Obama is also related to him. People think he's the one who's not, but it's actually, who is it? Martin Van Buren is the one who isn't related to King John of England. Wow. Um, and he's he also- one usurper. <laughs> Yeah, he's also the king who signed Magna Carta, which like, (laughs) (laughs) isn't that so interesting? Yeah, so that to me, when people say that, I'm like, oh my God. However, it's also just because so many people share ancestors when you branch it out that much. Like, you know, when you take a number and you put it to like a 20th exponent and all of a sudden it's like an insane number. That's how it is like with parents because it's like four times another, like eight by each one and then times mm. another. So like it does make sense, but it's also still crazy. Like how many kids did that guy have? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like <But when> people <laughs> say that they were like, a lot of people are related to Genghis Khan. I'm like, that makes sense because that guy... Right, 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 right. He right. had a lot of kids. This this John fella. Mm. Well, to be fair, a lot of England died during the plague. Yeah, so they were repopulating. Like, like a lot. 
So I feel like if you survived and you were related to that guy, mm. like I bet I have ancestry from that guy and you, maybe you. I don't have, do you have I any hardly ancestry? have any, any British. I've got Irish, Norwegian, and uh, oh, Irish, Norwegian, and, and something Swedish? else. I think it's something Scottish or something. I don't know. But all of mm. my relatives immigrated like in my great-grandparents era. Got so it. So it wasn't so far back. And they didn't do any atrocities. <laughs> Hell yeah. That you know of. Um, that I know. <laughs> that we know of. Um, you know what is a crazy thing about me is I have Mayflower ancestry. <laughs> Right. Okay, so that was another thing that made me think of it because um, Julia's current roommate also has Mayflower um, ancestry. And I was like, that has to be so rare. But then I saw this and then I was like, I guess it probably isn't that rare because you're just trying to like have anyone who's ever been related to you fall into that category. And then that's like actually a really big pool of people. Well, yeah. So I always thought that that was very cool. Like, huh. That is amazing. Like, my family's more recent history. There was, like, more recent emigration, but still, like, mm-hmm. yeah, got some got some Mayflower in there. Yeah, well, that's just a fun fact, you guys. I don't know. That really blew my mind. But <laughs> I'm actually very mind-blown about that. I, I, I yeah. don't know what to do with that information because the crazy part of me is going, like, maybe... It does sound like a conspiracy, doesn't it? Like, if you hear does. that, and it is true, like, that's the crazy thing is, like, you... You can't refute that all of those people are related by that ancestor. <laughs> so it makes it more crazy because usually conspiracy theories like have a little bit of, you know, mm. fiction wound into them. I suppose them. like correlation does not equal causation. But right. what if it did? Mm, and that's did? conspiracies 101. <laughs> I think it's okay to have a little conspiracy. I think if you want to put a little tinfoil on your hat, put a little tinfoil on your hat. Maybe you'll allowed. invent electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I literally am jaw dropped at that tie-in. So Michaela, you are you in your new house or this is your parents' house still? Um, I am mostly in my new parent or in my new house, but I'm visiting <laughs> my new parents. My new parents. <laughs> but I'm at my parents for dinner tonight. Um mm. and I don't have like a desk set up in the new place yet. So I was like, I'm just gonna record. Ah, that makes sense. Out yeah. here. I don't have a mattress and I don't have a working refrigerator. So really the two Ooh. most basic things to <laughs> so my the, overall, the big, two. <laughs> the big two, I would say. Um, so yeah, spending a little time here while that gets figured out. Moving has been hell, mm-hmm. but I am mostly okay. <laughs> they did lose all of my stuff, but then they found most of it. They didn't find the mattress, so I'm still on the air they mattress. stole the mattress. But the thing that's weird is that's the thing that I feel like has the least resale value. So I just don't know why that's the thing that they would steal. But that's also the thing that's like, how do you lose it? It's gigantic. And that's that's also really <laughs> like, true. Where would you put a mattress? I don't understand. <laughs> my hope in my dream is I bought a mattress and it has a 100-day um 100 and day 100 day warranty so hopefully Mm -hmm. i can just put feelers out to all the little mattress companies to send me a free one in the meantime and then return the 100 day warranty mattress and i respect that yeah thank you um 
Trump might actually be in trouble this time. That's exciting. Yeah, so that's that's tomorrow. We'll kind of find out what's what the deal is. I guess he's he's been indicted again, uh, but mm. this time these are federal charges and not state charges. That's a big Ooh, deal. So bigger. it's um it's because basically remember the document thing like the right the whatever. classified yeah yeah so they had to come in and take them away from him. So oh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Mm. Right, right, right. So he basically, he had these documents like stuffed in random places. The document people, I don't remember what the company or not the company, but like the department is, but they like mm. called him a bunch of times and they were like, can we have the documents? And he was like, no. And they're like, hey, sir, here's the thing. We, we actually, you actually can't have those documents. We would, we would really love to get that back from you. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. We just would love to have him back. And he said no. And he refused to give them back. He wasn't answering emails. I think at one point he was like, here, here's them. And then he gave like three of them back so they would leave him alone. What um, is wrong with him? They ended up having to subpoena him. He ignored the subpoena. And that's why the raid happened. And then we found out after, <laughs> now we found out uh, in the indictment that he, not only did he have like very secret classified documents just like in a bathroom, he was just showing them to people. Like oh he, my would, God. <laughs> he would just be like, he would just be like, this is very top secret and you actually aren't supposed to look at this. <laughs> and he'd say it like on record. Like <laughs> he's so stupid. Um, but well, yes, he hasn't. Know. He hasn't denied it anytime he's been interviewed about it. He's been like, honestly, I don't know why people think it's a big deal that I kept those documents and showed like, them to I people. I did a perfect job with that. I could have decla- I declassified them in my brain because I was the president. And it's like, well, you weren't the president. And then he said on fucking record, mm-hmm. I didn't declassify this when I was president. Can't do it now. <laughs> he has to have some kind of like brain rot gelatin situation going on. Mm. I just think it's really funny imagining, like, imagine you, like, just went and stayed at Mar-a-Lago and mm-hmm. there was, like, a lull in the dinner conversation and Trump was like, <laughs> you want to say something crazy? And just showing you, like, national secrets. Like, that is so funny to me. Um, it's the I think it's the funniest possible way that he could be well, it's hilarious just- also because isn't it worse because he changed the yes! laws to make it a worse offense? So he changed the espionage or like the document, whatever, the federal document laws because he was, they were trying to make a point about Hillary Clinton, right? Mm-hmm. They were like, you can't have classified documents. And <laughs> because he changed the law to make something illegal, now he's on, <laughs> he's being indicted for it, which uh, is just so funny to me. Oh, my God. It's really fun. I mean, it's a lot of counts, if I'm remembering correctly. It's 37 counts. Look at me. You're amazing. All I do all day is watch Hassan. I don't know why you're surprised that I know every detail of this. That is what was going through my head the whole time. I was like, she got some good, clear info from Hassan, and I'm ready to hear her better version of telling it. That's yeah. I <laughs> see I could be Hassan. Here's what I'll, I'll be a Hassan translator. Like I'll just just for the girlies. Everything that he says is <laughs> actually what's going on. Okay. Um ooh, we watched documentaries that we, we both had strong reactions to. Very upsetting. I haven't seen yet the one that you watched and I don't think you've seen yet the one I watched, I haven't. correct? Yeah, I haven't. Okay, yet. So I watched Pretty Baby, the Brooke Shields documentary. That looked and- too upsetting to me. So I think it's the kind of thing where you go in fully knowing like what parts, what's going to be bad about it, you know? Yeah. So you're really prepared in that way. Like you, there's not the mystery of like what's going to be the really awful stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think it was just really depressing to watch like the way the really famous grown interview men spoke to her when she was like 13 and he's like now I have to think of you as a regular 13 year old on like national television and everyone laughs and it's like this is so disgusting like this is so it's a child shocking yeah Yeah. so it was actually a really good watch it also um just gives you a good idea of like the pop culture I think at that time not all Mm. of it but just like you know you kind of get a feel for that era which is always fun to you know, get a little a little glimpse into. But yeah, it was really well done. It was like two episodes, I think. Um, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I would recommend it. It was on Hulu, I believe. Great. Was, you liked yours, correct? I did like mine. I watched Shiny Happy People, mm-hmm. which was the documentary that Amazon Prime did. Uh, it was sort of about the Duggar family, but mostly about the, I guess, like the organization that they belong to. I think it's IDLP. Um, but mm. it's basically like the church that they belong to and like, it ended up being like, I think it's like a four-part docu-series and I did not know, like I knew, you know, that there was some weird shit that went on with the Duggars, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I realized like how insidious like a lot of the teachings, you know, that they like live under are and then it explores, mm-hmm. it explores like a lot of like the abuse that, that happened within the community. Um, and like talked about how child abuse was like just what like it was what you were supposed to do. Like they would like yeah follow a book that that teachings were about like how to beat your kid. Like just like crazy shit. And that was like very hard to watch. So if you're sensitive to anything like that um, or sexual abuse as well, they talked a lot about mm-hmm. that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe don't watch it. But it was like a really fascinating thing because they went into how – um, they didn't, it's not just that they want these like small communities to be uh, this kind of conservative, this kind of religious. It's like they're trying to make the, they're really trying to like take over the world. And when you look mm-hmm. at a lot of young politicians that are coming up now, these like Madison Cawthorn type people, right. um, they're from that community. Like they were raised oh. under that ideology. Yeah, it's like a program. It's like a training program. Like they have like a militia for young, like it's really creepy. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I think it it's really also interesting. interesting how like I can't remember. I was trying to look up just now the name of the the Netflix documentary that was kind of similar. It was like a religious cult where the men had a lot of wives. Um, oh yeah, and there was like a lot that. of abuse, and I think the leader was kind of treated like a god. Um, but yeah, it, it's funny because that also got into like really heavy child abuse area. And that seems to be like a common denominator with like any kind of religious cult. Not to be reductive, probably not every single one, but the ones that I can think of. <laughs> Cults, generally speaking, probably not a great place to grow up as a child. Right. But yeah, no, I think it's because like it's a it's a control thing. Like they want to raise. Maybe like, Heaven's have Gate. A, Oh, God, the Heaven's Gate cult. Weren't they? Didn't they? Weren't they the ones that killed themselves? Or maybe it wasn't that? Sorry. I'm I know sure you guys. I know what you're talking about. Um, it was really hard to watch. I mean, there's been so many, like, cult documentaries recently, so I feel like that might be part of why. Somebody it's... said in the documentary, like, people don't realize that, like, a lot of, <laughs> there's, like, a lot of places in middle America that are just, like, cults, and, like, mm-hmm. nobody talks about it, and I was like, that's not good. I hope that's not true. Uh, <laughs> but, no, yeah, I think it's, like, a control aspect because they were talking about how um, 
the teaching was that everyone is born disobedient and born a sinner and like the best thing you can do is be obedient so they would do this this one thing that like really stuck with me that they called blanket training if you've ever heard of that I'm very sorry (laughs) but basically they would have a kid like a six-month-old baby put it Mm -hmm. on like a blanket have a toy that it liked just outside the edges of the blanket and if the baby reached for the toy you're supposed to hit it what because you're supposed to train that like disobedience out of it and like i literally was appalled i could not believe that that was like what they were teaching the other one's called keep sweet pray and obey i just found it that was fucked up yeah and the name of it is like kind of what you were just talking about the like Mm -hmm. obedience thing i think another part is like they raise the young girls to be married off within Mm -hmm. the cult to like perpetuate the cult so it just like automatically lends itself to you know abusing the children in the cult or in any cult because they're trying to like keep it going make them think it's like normal and yeah and they they're also like the children are raising the other children and like right but it's just it's a mess it's a mess it's a mess it's a mess it's have you seen the campaign (laughs) It's like so. it's with Will Ferrell and what's his face, and he his campaign slogan is "It's a mess," and he's got like a mop. He's like, "I'm gonna clean it up." I don't know. I I think it's a fun time. But oh my god, that's so funny because we also wanted to briefly talk about um the idol, which is also about a cult, but it's like a um fictional cult, and and you know we really don't actually have too much to say. Obviously, it's like uh. I don't um, want to talk about it. <laughs> the scenes that have been shared have been very cringy and very disturbing. Upsetting. Yeah. Really, I've been seeing it a lot on the timeline, but I don't think like the ratings are super high. I don't think like a ton of people are actually watching it. No. Um, it's just disappointing because I do feel like there was a lot of potential in that story originally before mm-hmm. they scrapped it. And I don't like how much hate Lily Rose is getting. And I don't mm. like how much hate Jenny is getting. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> when like the project that they signed on for was like something totally different. And then yeah. you're kind of like, it's kind of like dating somebody. You signed on for a totally different <laughs> project. And all of a sudden, they're, <laughs> they are they're telling you about their creepy else. fantasies. <laughs> um, but I, one thing that's interesting to me is just like, that this same energy will not at all be used for euphoria, which is arguably equally as bad, in my opinion. Like, the mm. first season has a young girl lying about rape, and then it has, like, a young girl lying about her age to sleep with an old man, and then it has, like, a closeted guy assault a straight guy. Like, there's a lot of weird consent and, like, sex stuff, I think, in all of those shows, which is, like, very... I don't know. I just don't like it, but I feel like we're kind of pick and choosing like when to like say this show, it's not okay, but we're still going to watch the other shows. Right. Because we love the cast and like, right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that we should watch The Idol. That's not my point. I just think it's interesting how much energy there is for this and there isn't for like just stuff by the same people that's just Mm -hmm. as bad to me that's like everyone talks about it on twitter every time an episode comes out like it's one of the most big shows i guess yeah i don't know i never watched euphoria but i only watched season one actually i didn't watch 
both seasons. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. And they're like high schoolers. So it's... See, you know what? That's something I will never understand is like mm-hmm. if there's a story that you're telling and it could be easily told <laughs> mm-hmm. with college kids, mm-hmm. nothing changes in the plot. They're just like older than 18, like they're adults. Yeah. Uh, why don't we do that? Why are we always writing stories about children who are like behaving inappropriately for children? And I feel like it romanticizes it a bit to the teenagers who watch it and like yeah. watch all of the behavior and they're like, oh, they're teenagers, even though the actors aren't teenagers. <laughs> like right. it's kind of being shown as teenage society and then we always tend to mirror that kind of thing. Right. Um, when that's what we see, especially when it's portrayed by gorgeous, beautiful people, even if like they're miserable and like, you know, the yeah. show isn't saying it's good to do this stuff. Like it's still visually. And, yeah. And like, honestly, like I don't really want to watch shows about high school <laughs> anymore. Yeah. I think there was like one point I saw about how like high school or school in general has the unique scenario of people being like stuck in a building together for seven hours a day. So like that can sometimes cause plot lines to extend longer than other, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like if you're a good writer, you can just work, like you can do whatever. Sex and College Girls, great show. show. (laughs) Like why don't they write shows about college? College is rich with content. College is like insane. Mm -hmm. And like, all of those people, they always keep the shows in high school when they could easily graduate and like maybe move on to more adult stuff when they're in college. No, I, I swear to God though, like they, yeah, like, and then they have shows about high school. The kids graduate high school and they don't, they like skip the college age. Like they go straight to like mm. being adults then. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that now they is have an me, apartment yeah, in New York unrealistic City. Unrealistic expectations <laughs> for what it's like to be 18 years old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have thoughts, and I I get it. Like, I don't, th- I I still enjoy shows. I do think it might be one of those things, though, where my kids will be like, "I can't believe you watched you this watched ever." Yeah. You know, like that's what I think of, like Euphoria type shows. I mm-hmm. feel like they're gonna be like, "Geez, mom," and I'm gonna be <laughs> like, "You're right." Like, I get why you feel that way. <laughs> I wrote. Marty Healy has died. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote, what? (laughs) And then I wrote, oh. Because it's been so long and it feels like this happened months ago. Years ago. (laughs) But we haven't had an episode since this happened. Yeah, so that's over. Our long national nightmare has ended. Mm, It was a month in total. That felt like (laughs) 10 years. (laughs) Yeah, it was so long. Um. Mm. Never needed to be public. Never needed to be. No, you know, and it really didn't because here's the thing, Taylor, like who amongst us, whomst among us has not had like an embarrassing rebound, you know? Whomst among us has not slept with a funky, weird guy that was maybe like embarrassing you don't want to tell your friends about. Like that that sentence was so, who among us has not slept with a funky, weird guy? And and who among us? No, and you are right. And you are right. right. I just like that sentence. (laughs) And and I just think, you know, you could have... Just really kept that one into to yourself because mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay. I get mm-hmm. it. Rebounds are tough. Breakups are hard. But yeah, I did not need to know anything about Matt Healy. Like, I wish I didn't know anything about him, in fact. So the nightmare's over. Uh, mm. And Taylor, you know, you try again. <laughs> Do better this next time. Try again with a, a different rebound um, and we'll have, a, we'll have more fun with it. 
iron infusions. <laughs> so I hard launched my disease. You did. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. How how do you feel about the fact that you have finally spoken about it in any capacity online? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because it's sort of like my my thing, you know. It's mm-hmm. Like I I didn't, I didn't even really talk about it when I was like in high school or junior high or elementary school or any time in my life. Uh, and only really like my good friends know or like mm-hmm. have even heard me talk about it because for me it's I've had this thing my whole life. And it's just a part of things. Like, it's just like how it is. I don't think about it as something separate from me. You know, like I don't think about it as a big deal because it just is what it is. Sometimes I get freaked out when there's something new that goes on. I mean, I I can see that, but I also feel like you don't like talking about it. Like, I don't know if it's totally that it's just like, oh, yeah, it's a fact. I don't really care. I think you have a hard time. Like, I think there's something there with talking about it. Yeah, I don't I don't like talking about it because I just don't want to like, you know, like <laughs> it's like and I, I think like when I was a kid, I just really wanted to be normal like I just wanted to be like everybody else and Mm -hmm. I wasn't like I just I just wasn't for a lot of reasons that were out of my control and also reasons in my control and I was really good at pretending like I was literally just like everyone else I pretended that I liked the same music that everyone else did and I pretended that I wanted to wear lip gloss and talk to boys when I didn't I just wanted to sing musical theater and like (laughs) be weird about that and like there's so much of my life that I spent pretending to be just like the most basic, average, normal, in my head, mm-hmm. normal, what that looked like person. And it the the kidney disease did not fit in that. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, I don't, I didn't like talking about it. So I was like, I don't even need people knowing about that part of my life. Yeah. I mean, I think it was... It's something that you've kept so close to yourself that people thought you were joking, which is <laughs> crazy. Like a lot. I mean, not like the majority of but people, more but than a one, l- which was like, oh no. They were like, this is a fucked up thing to joke about, Ellie. Like, and you're I like, I am not joking. <laughs> this has been my whole life. Like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, oh, did you want to talk kidneys? I can talk <laughs> kidneys, baby. Like, didn't you have to like go to appointments for like your whole life for this? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you don't talk about this more. <laughs> it's like whatever. It's, it's an hour, like every you, couple months. <laughs> you didn't even tell me. Oh, my God. I remember the first time I visited you in, <laughs> in New York, you were taking like pills. And I was like, oh, is that birth control? And you were like, no, it's for my kidney. And I was like, what, the, <laughs> what are you talking? What do you mean? What do you mean it's for your kidney? You know, I'm taking like 10 pills like at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't talk about it, but it's okay. Um, I'm trying to talk about it more now because I think it's, I think we're getting down to the wire um, mm-hmm. where the surgery is probably going to have to happen at some point soon. So I went to the doctor as I always do, got my little blood test as I always do. My doctor called me and was like, you need to go and get uh, iron infusions because your body's not uh, absorbing iron. It it just isn't. And I was like, slay. And he Mm -hmm. was like, have you not noticed like 
a, a big drop in energy, like <laughs> an inability to like do things during the day. And I was like, yeah, I mean, duh, obviously. <laughs> like, but I, I honestly really, truly didn't even think that it was a kidney thing. Like not for one second. Right. I literally went straight to like, oh, I'm just, I'm depressed. Yeah, you were like, oh, bad mental health week. Like, yeah, bad mental health month. Yeah. Another one for the books. <laughs> and like, it's so funny because like in retrospect, when I look at it now, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I shouldn't be getting winded putting my clothes away, you know? Like, I, right. <laughs> I shouldn't be too tired to do more than one thing every day. I shouldn't feel so drained after leaving the house for you know, a half hour. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't, I just was like, oh, I'm depressed and it'll go away and I'll feel better. But that's not true. Um, My iron levels were really low. So they were, <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. They were like two. Like that is, <laughs> and the number it's supposed to be is like 60 or something crazy. Oh and my like, God, was, Ellie. Like, really bad. And I didn't know. I had literally no idea. Um, So I've been getting these infusions and they're really not so bad. It's just like this bag of black goop. Um, Obviously, every other day. Yeah, (laughs) it hurts a little bit to get the the thing, but Mm. it's like fine. And then it just sits there and it's like a half hour. Um, And then they, yeah, and that's it. Uh, And I don't feel, I mean, I don't really feel anything yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I do will. you still feel as winded moving a bit? Like, do you feel maybe back to your baseline yet? No, or no, do it you? Won't, it won't for like mm, okay, probably a couple more days, maybe a week. Um, but but I'm excited to feel better and excited yeah. to have energy. I get really tired after the infusions, though. Like I had one today, and I'm like sitting here, like <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to stay awake. But I'm excited to feel better, and you know, you can't keep a, a girl boss down. It just—it's uh, <laughs> a bit overwhelming. I have a lot going on, and uh, I, th- I just I- last week I really just needed to not yeah. do anything. <laughs> I think a lot of people would, you know, hear that this year is the year that like everything is really dropping down to the bottom with your levels and like it's going to be the year you might get a new kidney and have to have this huge surgery and think like this is maybe the hardest time but I feel like you've been struggling your whole life then you've just been waiting until it gets to yeah really the point of no return where they'll finally give you a kidney because the list is so long that they won't give you one until like you are suffering immensely and you've just had to suffer kind of always you know yeah I mean, I've never not like I've never experienced what it's like to have full function. Mm-hmm. Um, it was obviously better for a long time, but it's been like five years I've been hovering at about a quarter function, mm-hmm. you know, so it's been getting harder. I thought it was maybe just I'm getting older, but <laughs> I, that's so funny how that's your go to. You literally are in like kidney failure and you're like, oh, wow, I guess 26. You really slow down. <laughs> I don't know. I just never think it's kidney. Like I never go kidney first. I wonder if it's like partly because you don't talk about it. You kind of hundred percent, and we keep don't have it time o- to unpack all of that. Keep it like packed away in a little cabinet, and then it's you're like, "This won't business. touch." You're like, "This won't touch anything else." It's kept away in this cabinet, but it is. <laughs> I put it in its little box. It's a nice box, mm. you know. It's like a very well 
And you know, I take care of the box. And when I have to take the box out, I present the box. I do everything I need to do with the box. And then I put the box away and I live my life. But unfortunately, yeah. now I think the box needs to sort of like sit out on the cabinet, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Like it is very like present in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's kind of hard to ignore at this point. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't pretend it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, because you could be like in the hospital any day now and like, People would be like, why are you there? And you'd be like, the thing is. So, fun fact. <laughs> I know, my whole I life. <laughs> I have basically pretended uh, to be totally healthy. But it, it is funny. It's like, I don't know what it's like to be full function. So, for me, mm-hmm. I don't really notice as much when I was feeling worse. It's like yeah. the frog metaphor. You know the frog thing? Where yeah. like, if Yeah. It's like I didn't feel the the water because I had been in warm water for so long I didn't notice when it started to boil yeah um, that makes sense if that I think makes sense. I think a lot of people need to you know recognize that even though you don't like talking about this this is <laughs> like a really big deal that you're out of place where you're talking about it in any capacity at all. You know, we're getting into it a little bit more now, I think, on the podcast than you did on Twitter. Like, you kind of briefly did a little tweet being like, yep, my kid is failing. (laughs) Um, But I really feel like that's a, like, I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy that you've made it to a point where you're even, like, a little bit comfortable, like, even mentioning it because I know that that's been... Why am I going to cry? Don't cry. <laughs> Why are you crying? I don't know. I just, um, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I just, no, I know you're okay. I'm I'm just proud of you. Like, it's a really big step for you. And I think it's, like, a really good sign that you're at a place where, like, you're talking about it. And I know you don't like to, so I don't want to <laughs> harp on it too long. But, you know, this is why Ellie has always been, like, love Selena Gomez, by the way. Selena Gomez is great. That's my girl. Because <laughs> she had a kidney transplant. <laughs> yeah. Her and, uh, well, who's the other actress? She's really tiny. She was on Modern Family. Oh, Ariel Winter or no, the, the other oh, one? The, oh, 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 oh! The and one she's who's married, married to, to a bachelor guy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Sarah, oh, Sarah, Sarah, something. Sarah, Sarah Wells, Sarah Wells's wife. Um, but she she had a kidney transplant as well. Um, so mm-hmm. I like her. Sarah Highland found it. Sarah Highland. Us three, just the gals, you know. Just the only three. No, apparently there's like hundreds of thousands of people who oh, need a there's kidney. A lot. Yeah, a lot of people need a kidney. And I'll say this. Mm-hmm. If um if you're a healthy person, and particularly if you're a man, because mm-hmm. uh they don't really like uh they don't like taking a kidney from some from a person that is planning on having kids at one point because it makes it mm-hmm. e- it makes it a lot harder like childbirth becomes more difficult if you ever need like a blood transfusion during childbirth like that's becomes more difficult um mm-hmm. so yeah they prefer somebody who's either already given birth or someone who's not going to be giving birth at all uh mm-hmm. so but if if that sounds like you (laughs) and you're interested in getting checked out you know my mom gave the kidney and she bounced right back like a month later she was it was like it never happened uh you really truly only need the one obviously any surgery is going to be tough on your body but you know you just have to get used to taking a couple pills and then you're fine Mm -hmm. that was so sweet of your mom and that helped you like get higher on the list right so 
because she donated, I'm in the swap program. So I basically have like a coupon. She -hmm. couldn't give to me, but she gave to a family whose family member couldn't give to them. And Mm -hmm. their family member is then giving to me. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Well, (laughs) sorry about my, sorry about my little outburst there. That's okay. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Um, Thank you. And I'm sure that there's at least one person out there like listening to the podcast too who relates to this and... Yeah, I'm to, sure it'll to be very meaningful illness. to them. Yeah. And also, you know, you never know what people are struggling with. Like, you never know who mm. is not as able-bodied as they might appear to be. Right. Oh, my God, like, and it always comes back to ableism. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, anytime any celebrity's appearance is made fun of and then, like, something comes out about, you know, a medical thing that they're dealing yeah. with and people are like, oh, my God, we shouldn't have done that. We'll never do that it's again. Like, well, and then they immediately that? do it again. <laughs> You just don't know. You just don't know what people are going through. So be nice and be kind and be respectful of people. Yeah, and give away your kidneys, both of them. Give me your kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can also donate a small piece of your liver as well if you oh, really want to do that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I will have to wait until. I don't know that they're going to let you do potentially it. Potentially <laughs> have kids. Why would they let me do it? Because you've had surgery before and you might have had a blood uh, transfusion. Yeah, I honestly have no idea what all I had. I know that I had like not just needles, but giant tubes like in my body. <laughs> and that's that sounds like what a transfusion would be. Like there was one in my neck, I remember. And then like one in the, one in my spine because they had to like obviously drain stuff Ooh, like out. Like a shunt, yeah. And I don't, yeah, it's hard to rem- remember. There was so many tubes. So there was probably, a, I'll ask my doctor. Anyway, <laughs> I'm excited to uh, meet the love of my life, you know. Uh, at the hospital he's gonna be a doctor mm. and you think the person be... who does your kidney transplant might be that, the love that be of your a life crazy love story <laughs> that's like the um that's like the memes that always go viral of like then who gave me the kidney <laughs> and it's like <laughs> the dead do- the dead doctor sibling or doctor next door yeah that could be your love story i just have always long believed that there's gonna be like a you know, a, a, a hot young doctor, mm. and it's gonna be, you know, he's gonna meet me. Can't be younger than 31. A doctor can't be younger than 31. That's fine. I'm 20, I'm gonna be 27, probably 28 by the time I'm getting that kidney. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's like a perfect age. So, you know, we'll meet and uh, he'll just be shocked at my positive attitude and Ooh, yeah. my beauty within my pain and suffering. And, um, my knowledge <laughs> of kidney related stuff. This is so like One Direction Wattpad where like he sees how different I am and thinks, I'm not well, like the way- other kidney transplant <laughs> candidates. The way that you okay? handle this kidney transplant is so unlike other girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, like a lot of people who get transplanted link are mm. old. So I would be like mm. a fresh, hot face. They're usually like old or really young, right? Because... Um, yeah, I'm kind of a weird age. I mean, there's no like age for a kidney transplant. It can right. happen to anybody. But with my disease, you're either like pretty young or your when you're one. older and you're getting your second one. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> Slay. Slay. Wow. We chatted. Oh, no. <laughs> we had a lot of other stuff planned. <laughs> so much. We haven't even done the roadside attraction. Fuck. Maybe we can skip the roadside attraction this week and go to the roadmap because I think that that's interesting. Yeah, let's do the roadmap. Okay. Beep, beep. Beep, beep.
thank you to BetterHelp for supporting the show. What's the first thing you'd want to do if you had an extra hour every day? Take a nap, work on a skill. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've used BetterHelp at various points in my life for different mental health support, whether it be a lifelong struggle like depression or a specific instance like grief counseling. BetterHelp has been there to offer me the tools I need. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is entirely online, so it's convenient for everybody. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot L-N-D. I think anyone who knows me is more than aware that I'm not exactly the best cook. Um, I wouldn't even call myself a cook, actually. I am somebody who basically heats things up and that means that I don't get to have a lot of super delicious meals when I'm cooking at home uh, which makes dinners and weeknights and whatever like not very fun for me but what I really really love is factor eating better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals even a girl like me who is simply not a chef is able to heat up a factor meal and have a delicious chef quality restaurant quality meal which I really appreciate and it's ready to go in just two minutes which is also good for me as someone who's super lazy also every factor meal is a chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to go and you have over 35 different options to choose from each week including calorie smart protein plus and keto if those are things you're interested in which i'm not i just want to eat something that tastes good and if it happens to be healthy that's great and everything i've made from factor has been super super tasty and like i'm not saying i'm a picky eater but like i don't like everything and every Everything I've had has been absolutely delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash LND50 and use code LND50 to get 50% off if this sounds like something that you would be interested in. That is code LND50 at factormeals.com slash LND50 to get 50% off. So we're going to pull over because I'm lost and I I need a map. Can you believe people used to actually look at paper maps and figure out where they were going from that? No. And we wouldn't have survived that. Like, (laughs) just for the record, we we weren't built for that. We were not built for that. Speaking of, um, somebody DM'd me and said that you were right, actually, that Lewis and Clark were bad. You know what? It's always good to lean that direction with With 18th century white men. Yeah, it's always good. It's always good. I think it was like they like brought diseases to lots of tribes. They wiped out some tribes. White people at that time. They were just disease infested. They were the rats of their time. And smelled real bad if you want to go back to one of our first episodes. Apparently they all smelled super bad. And that was Mm. like a thing too, which I think is really funny that like a lot of cultures that were not European would be like, what is wrong with these fucking Europeans? Why do they smell so bad? (laughs) And it's still a meme. White people don't know how to shower. And it, yeah, it's still true. That's it has so really sad. stuck around with us. Yeah, that's generational trauma. <laughs> generational trauma. It's in our DNA. Smelling bad. That we smell bad. <laughs> yeah. So Ellie and I have both been living alone for at least a couple years now, respectively each. Um, but we're both now also this month moving in with roommates. So this is really yeah. a topical good thing for us because. 
you know, it's it's easy to get used to being alone and having your own spaces Space. and having your own schedules and just not having to worry about anyone else. Leaving your, sh- you know, taking your clothes off in the living room and leaving them there. Not that I do that. <laughs> and I think we're both worried about like growing tensions potentially with our roommates. We want to have a seamless and beautiful mm. living experience. And I know that roommate stuff can be difficult and a lot of people have questions. So we thought we would write out a little roadmap to, Mm -hmm. excuse me, write out a little roadmap to good roommate island. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take you there. For us and for you. Yeah. (laughs) And like, I can be the first to admit, like, I know what, I think one of the keys to being a good roommate Mm. is knowing what your flaws are. (laughs) Like, I also wrote that down. Yeah. It's knowing like what your potential for problematic roommate behavior can be. Mm-hmm. I think that that's big because like, for instance, if I see that Chrissy has left out some trash and I'm like, oh my God, that's so annoying. I have to stop and say, wait a minute, Michaela, you also left out some trash. And sometimes we don't remind ourselves of that and like what we've done and what we tend to do. I feel like Honestly, the person who cares more should focus more on stuff because I don't mind like throwing away like a cup that's been left out. And then, you know, maybe if my roommate is more annoyed by sound, they'll handle like soundproofing the wall. And then like I will handle like trash when I see it and like not get so mad and worked up about it because I know that like we both have been compensating for stuff instead of us both just getting mad at each other that like Mm -hmm. we're not doing the things that each of us cares about them doing. Yeah, I think it's like whoever cares the most about a particular thing like that's sort of whose rules you follow Mm -hmm. like I don't really I'm I don't know I'm pretty lax about like clutter I don't like Mm -hmm. clutter but it doesn't drive me crazy but if you're a person who clutter drives you crazy I know that that means I know that living room is I am not putting my stuff in there stuff goes in my room always you know Mm -hmm. I think the rule is especially if you're a messy girly which I am and I know that about myself is your room with a closed door your spaces that are your spaces only can be as messy as you fucking want them to be no Mm -hmm. one else is going to be in your room except for you that's your room that's your space that's your area Um, she can't do that to you Um, (laughs) she that's your space that's your area be messy there but in common spaces just like be don't be pretend that you are super clean because it just makes everything easier. Yeah, I've historically been a very, very messy person, but Mm -hmm. I've been living with my parents for two months and every night before (laughs) I go to bed, I clean up and I fold the blanket I used and I do all the dishes because I, in my head, I'm like, if I don't do this, my mom's going to have to do it in the morning. And then I think of that and I can't walk away. (laughs) I have to go do it. But now, now that I've done that, it's like a habit. So I've been noticing that I'm starting to do that. So I do think like, don't, don't convince yourself you can't form a habit that historically you've never been able to do in your whole (laughs) life because I am now finding myself like taking trash and putting it in the trash can <laughs> very proud of you for that that i'm very you. proud of you for that um thank you i know what my weaknesses are and i always i have communicated that to my roommate mm-hmm. one of which being like i hate taking the trash out more than anything on this on god's green earth i can't do it i hate doing it it is my, the true. bane of my existence i loathe it i hate it i cannot stand it <laughs> i just can't do it um 
And I have very clearly communicated that. But I'm like, if you ever just, you don't want to do it, just tell me and I will do it. But mm-hmm. I'm never going to do it on my own, like on my own like volition because I don't want to do it, you know? Well, that's another benefit of having a roommate is because someone else is going to be like, it's not just the voices in your head. There'll be an actual right. voice being like, hey, being would like, you mind you doing do this? this? And I was, I think like another key to being a good roommate is like having no ego about like, Mm-hmm. somebody telling you to do a chore you know like yeah. obviously don't be like annoying about it like don't be like and we need a, cho- a chore tart actually and you're <laughs> not pulling your weight and like don't like be fucking someone's mom but like have no ego about someone being like can you do the dishes like your dish has been in the sink for two days like yep i'm so sorry hello no oh, hello i see you hello Oh, hello. God, I lost I lost you. Yeah, you you glitched for like a second, but it closed okay. like on its own. I was like, what's going on? Um, yeah, I think just have no ego about it. And if somebody asks you to do something, just do it because it's not mm-hmm. worth like creating tension over something, especially if. Yeah, especially if it's something that like it's no skin off your back. It's just like do it, you know? Yeah, I think um, that's really important. And putting like the harmony of the apartment over like your own like need to be right or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I also think this is like kind of off the topic, but like not complaining too much to other people about Ooh. it because I feel like you can work yourself up and like mm-hmm. get to a place where like all of your other friends and all of their other friends are like, wow, you're really in the right. You do so much more or like their <laughs> habits are way more annoying than your habits are. Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to complain sometimes about stuff. And like, I don't know, I've just found that when I complain about a friend or like a situation too much, I will get myself to a point where I'm resentful of things that really don't matter because I've just put so much energy and focus into it. And like, it's not healthy at that point. Um, Which I I mean, kind of goes without saying, but I also feel like it's important to remember, like, I don't know. I feel like we can work things up to being way more of a monster than the actual person is and then like in hindsight i'm like oh our issues were just that like she had her boyfriend over at our place but like so what you know (laughs) yeah i also think if you live with more than one roommate resist the urge to shit talk the other person like Mm. with your other roommates you know unless they're insane unless they're like actually objectively an insane person which like does happen but like happens if they're just like i don't know i i had a roommate who was like really really annoying about cleaning like wasn't even any cleaner than us but would constantly be like you guys don't do anything around you i do everything i clean everything and i was like no you don't um and we would like complain about her all the time because we were like what the fuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) what the fuck and then I feel like my relationship with that person was uh like kind of forever changed because it's hard to go back from like constantly complaining about them yeah you're like focusing so much on their faults they're like hardly even a person to you anymore like a regular an annoying thing yeah so and and that kind of goes back to like thinking about your own faults yes always know your own also true of just like any friendship in general. Like, I agree. I agree. Like we talked about um, gossip being, what was the word? Moral? Mo- gossip being moral? Yeah. Well, we ethical. Ethical. Uh, ethical. Yeah. Gossip yeah. being ethical. And it's like the same thing. We're like, of course, everyone's going to gossip. Everyone's going to complain. Everyone's going to get like stuff off of their chest. But right. it can get bad. Like it can get yeah. like poisonous inside of you. 
Especially, like honestly, like don't let it get to that point. If something mm-hmm. bothers you, just tell them the first time. Mm-hmm. That's something that Chrissy and I really clearly communicated. We were like, if anything bothers you, tell me. I will not get yes. mad at you. Just tell me and just let me, me know. And like the first day we moved in, um, oh, I have a dog now, by the way. Her name is Sugar. <gasps> but yeah, Sugar's um, like food stuff was open. And so like the room smelled like dog food. And I was like, I hate that. Ooh, that would and, drive me crazy. And so I just texted her. And I was like, hi, would you mind like getting one of those claw clips for the dog food bag? That way like we can close it easier. And she's done it every day since, and it was fine. And like now, we're oh, not going to have an issue. Like we're not so going to have easy. any problems. Mm-hmm. I will say, I do also think living with other people gets a little bit easier when you get older. Yeah, <laughs> like because you just, um, I don't know have if more it's empathy. like a maybe it's you have more empathy. Maybe you just, I think we chill out a little bit. Like mm. when your brain develops, things don't seem as big. Like yeah. it's pretty easy to just be like, that's not a big deal. I just want everything to be chill in my living space. You know, I don't totally. need drama, nor do I want it. Like, let's just, you know, be happy and enjoy what we're doing. I think sometimes though, I do need to remind myself to like not say something immediately when I'm upset, but maybe wait like (laughs) three hours because Mm -hmm. almost every time I stop being upset about it and then I can just like say it without any emotion attached to it and it's very like chill Chill. and normal. And whenever I say something like right in the heat of being annoyed, I regret it so much after and I'm like, ooh, I was so bitchy about that. Didn't have to be bitchy about that. Uh, yeah, just like you know what, be nice, be respectful, know your problems, you know, know your faults, but also like know that they're not perfect either, and you are allowed mm-hmm. to have things that you can ask them to do and communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't all have to be like having like crazy conflicts with your roommate. Like that's not like an inevitable thing. Mm-hmm. It could be super easy and seamless, but it's always good to have. It could be super easy, but it's always good to have the roadmap and have like, mm-hmm. here's the things I need to keep in mind and ways that we can easily communicate with each other so it doesn't become a big thing. Like, I think it's also important to be like, you know what? I might be annoyed about all these little things, but I bet there are things that I have done that they've let slide or like they've handled and I wasn't even aware of. Like they've probably thrown something that I left out away for me or like put something back and like I just didn't even notice. And yeah. you know, just like reminding yourself that like you should make allowances for people because they're probably making allowances for you too because that's just what people yeah. do, you know? Of course. Oh, you should also definitely, this is like not as like interpersonally, but Mm -hmm. definitely talk about food. (laughs) Talk about if you're okay with sharing food. Talk about if you want to share certain foods. Talk about if there are foods that are off limits. Talk about if you have like specific things that you're like weird about. You're weird about your Tupperware. You're weird about, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Like be very fucking clear about that because food is another thing that can make people crazy. I, with my old roommate, we would, we honestly just mostly shared all of our groceries, um, which was great. Um, but there is one thing, and Julia and I have talked about it. You can't, don't touch my goldfish. You can eat anything of my food except for my goldfish. I don't care what you eat, not my goldfish. <laughs> like, that is so, that's so real because you need all your goldfish and goldfish can all be gone in an instant. In an goldfish, instant and you didn't even know. And now you don't have any goldfish and you're getting all comfy mm-hmm. and there's no goldfish. You know, I used to, t- there's this one time I had a cake that I got and I took a photo of it from every angle before putting what? it in my fridge. And then I sent it to my roommates and I said, I know how much cake I have. And if any cake is missing. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, that's okay because you that was your cake and you wanted your cake. And it was based on previous experiences of cake snatchery and no one owning up to it. But I wow. knew. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, I personally don't care if you eat my food, but there is one food I care about and I communicated that. And like, we're good. Maybe Julia, get like a marker system. And then like, sure, if, if sure. you're fine to share this food, it's got a little green mark on it. And if it's off limits, it's got a red mark. Don't eat my food, you know? Yeah. Or just ask. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Can I have your fruit snacks? Absolutely. Yeah, you know? but sometimes it's easier to, like, not have to say that and to just be like, oh, but it's marked red. I can't have that. <laughs> well, that's why we, like, with milk, eggs, bread, butter, these kinds of things. Mm. That's Chrissy and I are both oat milk girls, so it's good. Yeah. Julia's an almond milk girl or oat milk girl. She said her, her thing is old food in the fridge, which I will say mm. is, like, my kryptonite. Like, I have a, a hard time because I have, like, issues with the food being contaminated like I get scared I'm gonna like get sick from looking at old food or something I don't know crazy but she's like we'll just do it together then you know we'll just Mm -hmm. we'll do it together and then it won't be as hard and like that's lovely right if you can tell something is moldy too you can just put it in the trash can and then she can take out the trash exactly Mm -hmm. love it love it it's beautiful (laughs) so yeah I think that was some good stuff that is some good stuff I think we're gonna be great roommates I think we're gonna have so much fun and we're going to feel amazing. And mm-hmm. it's going to make our lives better. <laughs> um, ooh, and one other thing is just like knowing each other's schedules, especially if you are at a point where you're like working from home. Um, oh, yeah. Knowing that like uh, if you know they have a meeting, every, a team meeting every day in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like don't be like blow drying your hair or whatever. You know, like knowing totally. those things is also really helpful for uh, Julia's in grad school. So knowing when like she has a test or something. So I know to be really quiet or like not bother her, not make her play with me. Um, <laughs> these kinds of things. Um, I think that's important to be respectful of each other in that way as well. Yeah. Um, so bullet points here. Communicate. Remember your own faults. Don't mm-hmm. indulge too much in complaining. Be willing mm-hmm. to put effort, extra effort into the areas that mean more to you. Mm-hmm. And um, be mindful of their, their schedules and their more intense quirks, I guess. Yeah. And their more intense quirks because we all have them. We're quirky. We do. We do. <laughs> I, would, I would never live with you. Because I we love would you not. so much that I would be I, terrified. I'm not risking it in any. I was scared to do a podcast with you. I can't <laughs> I imagine like I can't you guys imagine have just no idea the putting it all on the line <laughs> that we had. Like, being well, we like, had similar stuff. We had yeah. like, oh, I really hate doing this part of podcasts. What yeah, about, like you, and you know, it worked out. <laughs> and it was perfect. But yeah, it brings me such joy every week. But I uh, know it, it's scary because like we were so scared. We were so scared because we love each other so much. Uh, but yeah, no, we could never live together. Also, I think we would be such hermits. It would be so bad, and we would have such a messy house. It would. We would like bring out the worst in each other. I think in that way. I just honestly feel like living with you would just be like putting everything I have on the line. Like, for what? <laughs> like, why, why would I risk it all? Yeah, we can't do that. We can't do that. No, sometimes you love someone too much to live with them. I guess it doesn't work that way romantically. How do but- people do that romantically? Honestly, how do you live with a boy? <laughs> you know what's so funny is I... Isn't it true that marriages where people live together before they get married more often end in divorce? End in divorce. Uh, I, 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 I saw some statistics on that. 
when I live, when I get married, I want to have my own bedroom still. <laughs> and it's not oh, because yeah. I don't fucking love my husband, my huger husband, whoever he is. It's just like <laughs> I need alone time. And I know that right now. I, you know, some nights I especially if I'm like on my period or something, mm. get off of me. <laughs> That's another conversation Chrissy and I had. Stay we both away were like, from me. We need to decompress alone sometimes and it's not personal it doesn't mean i don't like you or i don't like hanging out with you or that i'm annoyed with you i just might go off and you might not see me for some time and that's okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) i also think it's important to have a a relationship with your roommate where you can do quiet separate playtime like quiet Mm -hmm. together separate playtime you know like when you're like a kid in kindergarten and everyone's sort of someone's coloring and somebody's playing with blocks but you're all (laughs) technically playing like but it's you know you're supposed to play alone like we're in the same room but we're having silent playtime by ourselves (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's all a give and take it's all fair i mean when i went to like italy with my friends for example People would cook and then other people would clean and then like uh, some things turned out worse than others. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, I did m- most. You things. did most of these. <laughs> I paid the most. I scheduled everything. I scheduled everyone's private cars to and from the airports. All of the believe. places we stayed. <laughs> I literally cannot believe. <laughs> <laughs> By the end crazy. of it, I was like, I am never doing this again. But you know, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh lord! No, they did cook food for me twice. So twice in the whole trip. I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh, that was. I hope that was helpful. Honestly, some good topics today. Yeah, big kidney chat, big roommate chat. Um, kind of the big two topics. Totally the big two. <laughs> it's really the the year in review. <laughs> year in review i was thinking oh my god what has even happened this year honestly i'm gonna start writing it down i actually think i did one month i wrote down like a few of the pop culture things that happened Mm. because i just forget and it's so everything moves so fast everything happens too so Um, much but yeah we we have a lot we didn't get to today because we ended up having so many fun little chats so you know that we're gonna have another fun filled episode next week because (laughs) it's just rolling on over all the content it sure is rolling on over like a wheel (laughs) like a car (laughs) do you get it yeah okay no i loved that thank 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 you you. thank you for rolling with me (laughs) (laughs) they see me rolling they hate they hating Um, want to do a tarot card? I would love to do a tarot card. You know what's a really good song that we don't talk about enough as a culture, I think? What is it? You're So Gay by Katy Perry. Oh, first of all, yeah, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Riding Solo. Oh, that is a great song. It's such a... It's such a good song. It puts such a smile on my face. All of the, like, headbangers from our middle school years will really get me going. Like, Okay, and that's the question. Is it that they're really just really good or is it, like, nostalgia, you know? I feel like anyone would hear the Black Eyed Peas and think that. (laughs) Come on, I gotta feel it. Remember when I low-key saw the the Black Eyed Peas? Like, we did? I I was at that fucking bar at 3 a.m., this, like, club bar kind of thing, and they just came out and performed without Fergie. But it was everyone else. 
Oh, I didn't know that. This was like three, four years ago, maybe. It was crazy. I was like, wow, this is New York City, baby. That's so fun. Did you know that there's their song, Let's Get It yes, Started? I did know the original <laughs> version of Let's Get It Started is I didn't know that until like a month ago. And then I looked it up to be sure. And I saw You're the like, music video. Just <laughs> no way. <laughs> and yet there it is. And there is a way. <laughs> there is a way. But anyways, Song of the Summer for me. Hmm. Riding solo. Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay. Oh, our card of the week is the Fool, which Ooh. is my favorite card. This is the card that when I first started, well, first of all, it's the first card in the deck. But when I first started, I would do a reading and this card would come up every time. And I was like, oh, that must just be my card. But the Fool stands for free-spirited innocent carefree this is like inner child this is like having fun this is like having a real spirit of like exploration and seeing the good in things very optimistic very um maybe a little naive but i think it's not a bad thing to be naive so i Mm -mm. think what our vibe for the week is is to really try to have a childlike sense of wonder and whimsy this is definitely a whimsy card that's beautiful i think that that card does fit you very well Thank you. In the best ways. Yeah. I don't think you're naive, though. Well, no, I'm I not. I think well, you you assume the best until proven wrong, but I, I don't think. I am so often proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I'm never going to stop seeing the good in people because that's who I am. And you know what? <laughs> take, your, take your childhood self's hands this week and pat them on the head and let them pat you on the head. And look up at you and say, wow. Sometimes I like to think about like me five years ago, 10 years ago. Be like, what would I think of me now? And I think I would think I was pretty cool. She would be so impressed. She would be so impressed with you. She'd be like, oh, you're really chill these days, though. (laughs) You don't seem to have a lot of energy. (laughs) What happened? Is that what Um, age is like? Yeah. No, it's iron deficiency. (laughs) I'd be like, listen. Uh, yeah well shout out to our birthday pigs uh, Katie and Flower Turtle we love you very much birthday pigs thank you to all of our patrons uh, there are a couple couple more of you at it um, mm-hmm. which is always really exciting we love to see that the Patreon obviously helps us supports a us a lot so that we really appreciate that and we love making content specifically for our special little friends um, but th- everybody who listens absolutely we also love you so dearly and deeply your support also means the world to us um mm. we and love that's you patreon.com slash late night drive pod and, and it if is. you subscribe now i think there's like eight bonus episodes you'd unlock all at once mm-hmm. and, and all of them ad free mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, advice columns. We've got tons of fun stuff on there. So lots of fun stuff on there. If you've been thinking about it, it's a good time because you're really getting a bang for your buck. You are getting bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love you. I hope you have a good week. Um, I think you're very special and beautiful, mm. and you, yeah, you mean the world to us. So as always, have a good day, have a good night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope it's a great one. And we will catch you on the next drive. Thank you for coming to Late Night Drive. We hope you enjoyed the drive. Ooh, Ooh, like the opera version.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.